Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Lo, I am about to create new heavens and a new earth. Things of the past shall not be remembered or come to mind. Instead, there shall always be rejoicing and happiness in what I create. For I create Jerusalem to be a joy and its people to be a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and exult in my people. No longer shall the sound of weeping be heard there or the sound of crying. No longer shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not round out his full lifetime. He dies a mere youth who reaches but a hundred years, and he who fails of a hundred shall be thought accursed. They shall live in the houses they build and eat the fruit of the vineyards they plant. The word of the Lord. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime, his goodwill. At nightfall, weeping enters in, but with the dawn, rejoicing. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever. Will I give you thanks? The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus left Samaria for Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his native place. When he came into Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him since they had seen all he had done in Jerusalem at the feast. For they themselves had gone to the feast. Then he returned to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. Now there was a a royal official whose son was ill in Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, who was near death. Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The royal official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, You may go, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus had said to him and left. While the man was on his way back, his slaves met him and told him that his boy would live. He asked them when he began to recover. They told him the fever left him yesterday about one in the afternoon. The father realized that just at that time Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he and his whole household came to believe. Now this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. Now this was the second sign Jesus did when he came to Galilee from Judea. Christ had been south in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. The city was crowded with Jews from all over the world and John wrote that many came to believe in Christ because of the signs he performed. Sign is the word John used for miracle. It is a good word. 
For the miracle alone was not an end in itself, but a sign that pointed to Christ's divinity. Christ came to Cana, four miles down the road from Nazareth, where he had performed his first sign. And in Cana, a royal official with a sick child, 30 miles east in Capernaum, told Christ his troubles. And how did Christ respond? Did Christ console the official? Did he embrace the man, tell him he felt his pain, and conducted some grief counseling with him? No. Christ didn't do any of that. Instead, he simply looked at the man and said, unless you people see signs, you won't believe. Now, this official, a pretty important person, could have let his pride get in the way and said, who is this carpenter to talk to me like that? I'm offended at his unpastoral approach. Instead, he calmly looked at Christ and said, sir, come down before my child dies. Faith can move mountains. Christ showed us that with this sign. He also showed us that he did not always have to use matter, uh, stuff, water, wine, bread, spit, or his touch to perform signs. No, all Christ had to do was say the word. And at that very instant, a dying boy 30 miles away was healed. It's interesting, Christ did not cure every sick person in Israel. No, there were plenty around when he was alive and plenty more around after his death and resurrection. If Christ healed everyone, there would be no need for faith. Instead, Christ gave us signs of his divinity. Signs bolster people's faith. And our faith needs bolstered to get us through the good times and the bad times on earth. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones. Give thanks to his holy name. That is part of the psalm we read today for Mass. Christ himself would have prayed that psalm in good times and bad. And unlike our modern, touchy-feely, listening session church, a church which claims to be pastoral, while at the same time ignoring so many tenets of the faith, a church which fails in many ways to challenge the flock out of fear of offending it, it was Christ who did the truly pastoral thing when he tested that royal official's faith. Christ has promised to create a new heaven and a new earth, a true new reset, a true new world order, Whereas Isaiah wrote, there is constant happiness and rejoicing, no weeping. In this new Jerusalem, there won't be an infant who lives for just a few days. Unlike the official in Cana, no parent in Christ's heavenly kingdom will ever have to face the prospect of burying his child. This is God's promise. And this is our faith. The royal official believed in Christ's word. So do we. We'll be right back. 